Hey, it's Anita, and this is the Anita Posh Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for joining me again to another episode of the Anita Posh Show. Today's topic is Bitcoin ATMs. What is a Bitcoin ATM? So basically, it's something where you can exchange your fiat money like US dollars or euros or any other currency to Bitcoin. My guest is Derek Munay. Derek is the Director of Strategy and Marketing at CoinSource. And CoinSource is the world's largest Bitcoin ATM network in the world. Let's hear it for Derek after a short break from my sponsors. And as always, you can watch this interview as a video on YouTube and you can also listen to it on the go in my podcast. You can find that on all major podcast players. The links to subscribe are at anita.link slash subscribe. And now on to the sponsors and then to the show. Earlier this year, more than 100 Twitter users got their accounts hacked into to promote the scam to trick people to send them Bitcoin. High-profile accounts like those from Elon Musk, Barack Obama, Jeff Bezos or Gemini were affected. These kinds of attacks are getting more frequent and more severe. That's why I use ExpressVPN to safeguard my personal data online. According to recent reports, hackers can make up to $1,000 from selling someone's personal information, making people like me and you easy, lucrative targets. ExpressVPN is an app that funnels your data through a secure encrypted tunnel so that no matter what device you use, you can have peace of mind every time you use the Internet. The app connects with just one click, is lightning fast, and the best part is ExpressVPN works on up to five devices simultaneously, so you and your whole family can stay protected. If a breach can happen to powerful individuals, it can easily happen to you. Protect yourself with ExpressVPN, the VPN rated number one by CNET, Wired and countless others. And if you visit expressvpn.com slash Anita right now, you can arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Visit expressvpn.com slash Anita to learn more. Hello, Derek. Welcome to the Anita Post Show. Thanks for doing this interview with me. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, Derek, uh, please um, start with a short introduction of yourself. What are you doing um, and what's the company, CoinSource, you're working for? What are they doing? Well, uh, I'm the Executive Vice President of Sales for CoinSource and we're the uh, world's leading Bitcoin ATM operator, both on the operation side of it as well as the, um, the software development side of it. Um, and uh, we've got uh, over a thousand Bitcoin ATMs here in the United States and are uh, definitely expanding internationally um, and uh, also have a multitude of, of uh, new products also that we're uh, uh, about to be launching as well. Mm -hmm. And I think you joined uh, CoinSource in 2016, if I got that right. Correct. Uh, since when is CoinSource in the space? So CoinSource is five years old. Uh, we started out 
pretty uh, typical as far as, uh, you know, during that time, how uh, most Bitcoin ATM companies uh, started out, you know, utilizing uh, third-party software solutions, um, you know, white-labeled, uh, you know, Bitcoin wallet, decentralized wallet uh, to offer to our customers. And we really started with just one kiosk, actually, in Las Vegas, Nevada. And since then, in the five years, um, we've actually gone from utilizing, uh, as most Bitcoin ATM operators still do to this day, uh, a lot of third-party software solutions and uh, uh, just really overall operation solutions um, to 100% in-house. We developed our own operating software, our own proprietary KYC and AML, which is now your customer in anti-money laundering software and identification verification technology. And um, since then, we've actually been able to uh, release a new product, uh, um, uh, which is our platform as a service. And it's a completely turnkey white glove service uh, solution to anybody wanting to own their own Bitcoin ATM network as well. So not only are we owner operator, but we're also really excited about being the processing foundation to anyone that's looking to own their own network as well in the sphere. Okay, so it's basically a white label Bitcoin ATM network. Um, well, we have, like uh, it's a it's a white glove. It's a white glove. We can uh, yes, we do white label uh, for a lot of our clients that have opted to own their own networks. Say they're traditional ATM owners, for example. We've got a lot of those as clients, and um, you know a lot of them like to uh, brand their networks to their you know traditional ATM branding, and and uh, uh, and a lot of others want to you know kind of get into the sphere that may not even have their own traditional ATM network. They're just a you know an, an entrepreneur and they want to own their own Bitcoin ATM network. And they can white label that as well. We also do um, have clients that opt for utilizing coin sources branding just because, you know, everyone knows us here in the States as far as having the lowest rates, um, the lowest average index price of Bitcoin. We've never once artificially inflated the price of Bitcoin, never have and never will. Unfortunately, we do see quite a bit of operators that are doing that. And um, so we really have prided ourselves on our transparency of our model. And that's what's pretty exciting is that the clients get to choose if they want to stay with a coin source branded kiosk or if they want to white label it themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's get back a step to your personal Bitcoin journey. How did you find out about Bitcoin? When and what were you fascinated about? Um well, there's a lot of fascinating things about Bitcoin, that's for sure, in the industry. Um, so uh, our CEO, Sheffield Clark, I had uh, met him uh, for a business meeting, actually, for a, a different business at the time that I was uh, spearheading uh, in 2014. And uh, we just maintained contact over, you know, uh, from that point on. And, you know, I know that he has, you know, obviously a very um, successful and accomplished entrepreneur. He owned his own traditional ATM network. Um, and whenever he started CoinSource, um, it was a pretty fascinating uh, um, conversation that I was able to have with him about, you know, he knows that I'm, you know, I'm in tech startups. I'm, uh, you know, a mobile relationship management background, um, CRM pedigree background and tech startups. And then here he was doing a... Uh, uh, him and his partners doing a tech startup as in the Bitcoin ATM sphere. So it was a pretty fun conversation to have with him. And uh, I've been a part of the company ever since. Oh, understand. And uh, what is the most fascinating part of Bitcoin for you? Why did you want to join the Bitcoin space? Um it really does come down to, to our overall company, you know, core as far as just, you know, realizing that 
there are so many individuals out there that are looking to diversify the way that they manage their finances. And, you know, I'm a, I'm, I love technology. I love, you know, I, I just, I love being able to be on the forefront of these, you know, solution centric, you know, customer facing, uh, technologies that are able to really make people's lives uh, you know, a lot easier. And I feel that Bitcoin is really at the core of that and really at the core of just the future of uh, how we view um, not only just technology, but finance, how we view managing our finances and diversifying those finances. I think the Bitcoin is just, uh, uh, it's definitely has proven itself to be really just the gold standard as far as, you know, cryptocurrency and the industry goes. Hmm. And um, I found a tweet of you Um What was the funniest reaction you got when you were wearing your I love Bitcoin hat? <laughs> um, you know, so I was just actually uh, on my honeymoon in uh, in Mexico and I was wearing that hat. And, you know, here, here I am just walking on the beach with my wife and I, I get random people that are yelling, you know, hey, big, it's the Bitcoin guy. It's the Bitcoin guy. <laughs> so people are coming up to me and asking me questions about it and Yeah, uh, it, it's it's it, it always gets a lot of attention, so it's it's fun. It's uh it's definitely a conversation piece, that's for sure. Every time I wear it, a lot of fruitful conversations. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so how has uh, 2020, the pandemic in 2020, um, affected your company? Has it, and if in which way? Well, um, I definitely would say that, you know, given the pandemic, it's affected really just, you know, global markets in every kind of aspect, whether it's for the positive or for the negative. Fortunately for CoinSource and our business model, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we use, uh, uh, we utilize a lot of data determining, you know, where we like to place our machines and, you know, we're a very data driven company. And so we have always strategically placed our kiosks in essential businesses. So during the pandemic and a shutdown, not only were uh, we seeing a, uh, you know, a, a major spike in people wanting to utilize our kiosks, given the, you know, everyday low rates, lowest average index price of Bitcoin, the convenience factor, and the fact that they were located in businesses that were remaining open during, you know, shutdowns and, and what have you. Uh, but in addition to that, the fact that, you know, we uh, developed our own software and part of that uh, um, includes a feature of a remote uh, mobile enrollment to where, you know, we require all of our customers to create an account before they can use our kiosks. And it takes about three to four minutes um, typically. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a basic, you know, know your customer, right? And uh, but they can utilize that remote account creation in the privacy and comfort of their own home, you know, um, on their on their living room couch and their pajamas, uh, you know, riding a subway, what have you. So what that did during this pandemic was actually allow them to go through that process without having to stand at a, inside of a gas station or a convenience store uh, or, you know, or what have you for an extended period of time while they're going through that account creation, they've already had that done and completed. So by the time that our customers go to a location to utilize our kiosk, um, their average transaction time is actually less than 60 seconds. So we're, we've got our customers in the way that we have our model that are in and out, you know, in, in a very quick amount of time. And uh, we feel that that is definitely a major benefit in people that are really conscious right now about wanting to be out in public and, and you know, extending periods of times in public places. 
And have you seen an uptick in people who are using your ATMs or did it stay the same? Uh, yeah, I definitely would say that we saw an uptick. I just think that really, uh, you know, this pandemic has opened up the eyes of, of most everyone uh, with not only, um, you know, what to prepare for in situations like this, just from, you know, from on the home front side of it, but also on how they're managing their, their finances. Um, you know, look at what happened to the traditional markets when really the shutdowns first began. I mean, it was just a total uh, nightmare um, for the traditional markets and people are looking to really diversify their financial portfolios and, um, you know, not put all their eggs in one basket and, and really, really look to the future to what, you know, what we're not only trends are going, but where they feel safe and comfortable. And, and we've been seeing all different demographics. Part of the great thing about our model is obviously that we know our customer, right? And uh, we have seen all walks of life from, you know, Wall Street to uh, baby boomer retirees to millennials to Gen Zers, all looking for their own individual and, and very interesting and unique uh, uh, reasons um, kind of pivoting over into the, you know, Bitcoin sphere, whether it be for their, you know, day to day finances in life for the unbanked, the underbanked, um, or if it's for diversifying a retirement or trust portfolio for the baby boomers and retirees I was mentioning, uh, or for people that are just looking to diversify, you know, how they invest or how they store their funds. It's a great store of value as well. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have numbers? I mean, I'm sure you have numbers, but maybe. The question is, can you tell us those numbers, the average transaction size or exchange, the size of one exchange uh, on an ATM on average? Um, so, uh, you know, with the size footprint that we have, uh, we, we allow our customers to be able to purchase as little as $5 in one day of Bitcoin uh, and as much as $5,000 US uh, each day. And in Bitcoin. And, um, so we, we definitely see, you know, kind of a wide array of, of different transaction sizes. Um, you know, we, a lot of people are definitely really, really, uh, excited to be utilizing, you know, the lowest fees in the industry and no inflated price of Bitcoin. So there's a lot of people that actually, um, do the $5,000 limit. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are kind of dipping their toes in the water, so to speak, and want to just try out not only buying Bitcoin, perhaps for their first time. And what's great is that we've got live customer support seven days a week that can, are always there to help, you know, the first time buyers or, you know, for, you know, new to Bitcoin, new to the realm. And, you know, we've got a, a huge knowledge base and FAQs and live support that helps them. But, um, some of them actually really just try with a $5 transaction. Just, they just want to know how it works. And, you know, uh, and, and that's what's great about our model is that it's very easy. It's a three-step process at the kiosk. You know, you're completed in less than 60 seconds and you're off and running with, uh, with Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's important to mention that you can exchange as little as five US dollars because people tend to believe it's too late for them because they never can afford one Bitcoin. Yeah, um, yeah. I, get that, you, I get that a lot. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And do you have like instructions on the ATMs for somebody who's completely new, like a video or something where you can see how to buy and exchange the money? Yes, because, uh, we not only do we have uh, videos on our website, uh, but we also have, uh, you know, the step by step instructions on the kiosk screen itself. It's got a, you know, the, the kiosk itself is a fantastic uh, device. It's got a 21 inch touchscreen. You know, it's, it's very easy to read, but, you know, it's, it's very easy to, to use as well. 
Um, you know, regardless if you're, you know, tech savvy or you've never even heard of a Bitcoin ATM before, it's, uh, you know, we made the process when we developed it, um, as user friendly as possible. We're very, very customer centric as far as that goes. And, you know, just the whole user experience, we wanted to optimize that experience for our customers. And, um, do you also explain customers how to set up their own wallet on their smartphone? Because the, that's the one requirement. They need a wallet on their smartphone. Correct. Yes. And, uh, and we do. So, um, uh, with CoinSource, we are wallet agnostic. You know, we don't require you to use a specific wallet. Um, some operators actually do, believe it or not. <clears throat> we feel that it's, um, you know, we want to have that decision and that choice be in, in our customers' hands. So uh, regardless of its, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, one of the many, many available wallet apps and, uh, you know, the Apple Store or Android um, or even perhaps a, uh, you know, a cold storage, uh, you know, hardware wallet that's got a QR code. I mean, I've, I use that actually oh. a handful of times in um, uh, some demonstrations whenever I do it, you know, when we're at uh, conventions. Um, you know, we're, we're diamond sponsors with some, uh, you know, traditional ATM organizations. And whenever we do, um, you know, conferences there and we are demoing our, our kiosk, um, you know, I pull out my cold storage wallet, uh, when it with the QR code just to show the capabilities of our scanner on our kiosk that could, it could scan anything from, you know, that type of, uh, you know, a, a cold storage QR code to even paper wallets. We don't provide paper wallets, um, uh, to our customers just because the dangers of risky and, uh, you know, and uh, losing it and, you know, exactly. leaving, it your, leaving it in your pants and then putting it through the wash. And the next thing you know, you, you've lost your funds. So we do that from a, uh, you know, kind of protecting our customer standpoint. However, um, our software and our hardware are obviously more than capable. If somebody does have a paper wallet and they want to utilize that, they can. We just don't recommend that. But they can definitely use any other wallet that they'd like. Yeah, I would also not recommend a paper wallet and even more not not a one that you do yourself because it's much too insecure. Um Yeah, but I never thought about that I could go with my hardware wallet to a Bitcoin ATM because uh, those days, I mean, I, I don't have a hardware wallet that can read a QR code by itself. So I would have to connect it to the smartphone, which is possible. So, of course, you can go there with your smartphone and your hardware wallet. Um, so... Are you, are these one way ATMs? So can I only exchange US dollars to Bitcoin or does it go the other way around too? We have two way machines as well to where you can buy and sell. Um, we strategically place those, um, you know, regionally, uh, kind of around our one way machines. What the great news about it is though, uh, is that utilizing the specific type of kiosks that we do from Gen Mega, which is a, you know, we've got a wonderful relationship with them as the manufacturer yeah. of our kiosks. And, um, uh, Should the demand ever pivot over to, you know, more individuals are looking to utilize the sell side of the kiosk for cash, um, then it's a simple really for us as, um, you know, just adding the bill dispenser to the kiosk just because it is a universal financial services kiosk. Uh, and without giving too much away, uh, you know, we're definitely excited about 2021 and a multitude of uh, additional, um, not only services, but solutions as well to things such as that. 
that uh, you know we're definitely excited to be sharing here whenever we announce it shortly. But um, uh, right now, we actually see the overwhelming demand though is people wanting to just buy Bitcoin. You know, whether they're holding on to it for an investment. You know, obviously, hey, hodl, right? Um, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> whether they're holding on to it for that or uh, you know they're they're uh, utilizing it as their new kind of investment, long term hub or short term, or just people that are looking to say, hey, you know what, this is an unheard of store of value that is appreciating exponentially. You know, it's the greatest investment, uh, technology investment in the past decade. And, you know, they're, they're realizing that. So they're not really in a hurry to want to sell it right now and, you know, cash out. However, we do have that service available at our kiosks um, that are also strategically placed. You can always tell on our website and, you know, other location directory listing sites whenever it says, you know, what type of capabilities do those specific locations offer, whether it's buy only or buy and sell, we clearly have them marked on our website to where if somebody is looking to kind of sell and cash out, they can find a location close to them. Mm -hmm. I think one of the values of CoinSource is also to support the underbanked with uh, Bitcoin and those new digital currencies. How does this fit uh, together with the KYC re requirement for every single transaction? Or do you have well, thresholds? Yeah. So what's great about that is that absolutely. I mean, we, you know, we realize that, uh, you know, there is such an overwhelming amount of unbanked or underbanked individuals, uh, you know, here in the U.S., but as well as worldwide. Right. I mean, we're talking over 22 percent uh, here in the United States and over a third of the world's population doesn't have a bank account or doesn't have the proper amount of banking. So, uh, you know, how do uh, banked individuals, uh, you know, get KYC'd. Of course, they, you know, they have to cr provide their identification when they want to create a bank account, and that's where they, you know, have their employer, you know, deposit their their, you know, payroll checks, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it's a little bit different for the unbanked and the underbanked. Uh, however, they still really have the same necessary uh, information and data points for, you know, that that are needed to verify their identity, which is obviously a government issued ID. So, um, you know, we're able to 100% verify and what's, you know, another good point, uh, talking point about CoinSource is that not only are we hands down the most compliance centric operator out there, that's the reason why we're able to scale so much and offer something that no other Bitcoin ATM operator can, which is this ability for other people to own their own network. Well, we, we have national banking because of how compliance-centric we are. We're the very first Bitcoin ATM operator ever to receive the bit license from, you know, NYDFS in New York. Um, and it's all because we're able to verify the IDs of the unbanked, of the underbanked, of those with bank accounts that are just looking to utilize yeah, but their services. Aren't there, aren't there a lot of people who don't have an ID? What are they uh, doing? Well, I mean, could, could, uh, here, in the, here in the U.S., uh, one, you know, our, uh, we do, we do, um, uh, we do require identification verification. Now, we also accept passport IDs. So there's, you know, there's individuals that, um, you know, don't have, may, you know, might be just moved over from the States, what have you, and, and, you know, haven't had their, uh, you know, their driver's license or their state ID issued to them yet. But, you know, we're, our, our kiosks are able to scan anything from passports to, you know, state issued or federal issued IDs, military IDs. And also with the international expansion, clearly when we built out our, our operating software and technology, we took into account, you know, global IDs as well. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I mean, 
In Austria, you know, we are uh, at our ATMs, uh, it's free up to 200 euros, no, 250 euros. Uh, you don't need KYC. And I think that's quite a good thing because uh, many people, I mean, for this small amount, you know, um, I think it's too much of uh, data collection and um, you basically have no privacy anymore because, I mean, you will secure those data sets, I'm sure. But uh, as you know, there was the ledger breach uh, in summer. So I think it's quite dangerous, actually, all those data collection. And I would ask, or, or, or how is it called in English, um, ask for companies that they just set up like a small threshold um, and not over-fulfill the regulations. Because I think, it, is this really required? What are you, are you doing this uh, to be one step ahead? Well, I think that, uh, you know, all signs are pointing to, um, you know, a generalized regulation uh, as far as having to verify the identity of individuals just because, unfortunately, you know, we'll never run out of examples of bad people taking advantage of good things, right? So, you know, it, there's, there's always going to be an angle of trying to get around, you know, loopholes. Um, and so if you, you know, reduce the daily, uh, limit to, you know, not have to KYC somebody, um, they're going to try and figure out a way to use, maybe utilize another uh, phone number or something to avoid their ID. And that really raises a, a question that I, I don't think many operators are, have really had the, you know, the ability or the, the, the podium in, in essence to, to state, which is, uh, you know, if somebody's looking to innocently just buy Bitcoin, uh, uh, for a non-nefarious reason, uh, which is the overwhelming amount of individuals that are buying Bitcoin right now, then, then, uh, you know, verifying their identity shouldn't be an issue. I, I, I wouldn't think twice about it. I mean, when you think of all the major exchanges out there, you know, the multi-billion dollar valuation Coinbase, they require you to verify your identity before you can purchase, you know, cryptocurrency on their, on their exchange. And so I feel that it's, it's kind of a, a combination of both not only being one step of he ahead, so to speak, Anita, but I think that it's more along the lines of um, just knowing where the you know the industry is going, knowing where regulation and when you know how regulation is going to be enforced. We also reached out you know to our customers before we developed our own software. We were utilizing third party uh, software. Um, we did have actually a threshold of $800 US before, uh, you know, you verified your ID. However, just with the scaling nature of our business model and how fast that we're growing, um, you know, and the fact that we're the only operator in the industry that has the, uh, you know, fantastic fortune of being able to utilize national banking. You know, we've got, we've got bank accounts in all 50 states. Um, and, and so that's how we're able to, you know, turnkey get people up and running with their own network is because that's one of the hardest barriers to get across as an owner operator is banking. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're as compliance centric as we are has made that relationship um, as healthy as it is with our bank. Um, and it's because that we are as compliance centric as we are. And we've asked our customers when we did pivot over and said, hey, you know, it used to be uh, $800 or less. You didn't have to verify your ID. We're going to be switching over. We're going to be improving, your, you know, the user experience. We're going to be maintaining the everyday low rates that we offer, maintaining everything that we can provide to our end users for the greatest experience they have in buying Bitcoin with cash. And we asked them, how would, you know, how do you feel? All of our top transactors, and we, I mean, obviously we service, you know, a, a large, large amount of the cash to crypto community, um, being with the size footprint that we have. 
And we, we asked them, uh, you know, how do you feel about verifying your identity in return for getting these everyday low rates and prices? And they said, we have no, no problem with it. So that's really kind of where we wanted to go. Mm. Um, what you, you spoke about the locations where you setting, where you are setting up Bitcoin ATMs most of the times. Um, can you tell us what are good locations for ATMs? And if I would be interested in setting one up myself or building a network, um, how, what would I need to, to do or to have? What are the requirements? Yeah, no, great questions. So, um, Uh, again, utilizing a, a multitude of data, and we've got a, a, a large amount of different data points that we uh, use to calculate, you know, optimum uh, location placement. So without giving away um, uh, too much to, uh, uh, you know, out there, um, I would say that, you know, most of the obvious locations that you would probably naturally assume um, – Uh, where there's, you know, a large amount of foot traffic, perhaps, you know, uh, a recognized and, and kind of an assumed knowledge of, you know, a lot of more cash, uh, heavy transactions. You know, where, where would you expect to go if you, you know, were either unbanked, underbanked, were, you know, cash heavy, or if you just like to, you know, really want to target on high foot traffic, you would probably go to convenience stores and gas stations and things like that. Um, you know, there's, there's some operators that, that, um, you know, place their kiosks in some pretty interesting and unique locations. And, you know, as this pandemic has shown is that, you know, if it's not an essential business, you know, they, unfortunately, they ran the risk of, uh, you know, having their, their kiosks located in, businesses and areas that were, you know, you couldn't even access during any kind of a shutdown. So, um, but the second part of your question, as far as what you need to do, um, we have laid out uh, in a very easy and very approachable model, um, our platform as a service, because, you know, everyone's heard of a SaaS model, right? Software as a service. Um, you know, we definitely have taken it multiple steps higher than just software as a service. It really is the full platform. Um, on our website, coinsource.net, <clears throat> you've actually, um, there's two different, um, forms that um, people can, uh, fill out and they go directly to our team as far as wanting to either host an ATM. Uh, perhaps you're a, you know, you're a brick and mortar store owner and you're interested in, in, you know, having a kiosk in your lo your business and, you know, bringing in additional customers and foot traffic and business, um, you know, by offering a different, you know, multitude of different products in your store or, To your point and question, uh, you want to own your own network. You know, what steps do you need? What do you need to do that from, you know, from the individuals then when you're approaching CoinSource for that? Um, you know, we walk you through that very easy process. And, um, you know, we have our, our um, you know, our teams reach out to individuals that are inquiring on that. And uh, it's a very easy process just because, especially coming from an operator first model, and now we're into the, you know, licensing and, and you're, you know, our clients are able to utilize The fact that, you know, we are a registered money service business with the Financial Crimes and Enforcement Network, which is a branch of the Department of Treasury here in the U.S. Um, you know, every state that we're in that requires a money transmission license. And this is a huge talking point as well, that not a lot of operators, uh, you know, uh, go through the, um, you know, arduous process like we do to, you know, secure those types of licenses. But we that's how we've been able to scale as, as great as we have is just because of that very compliance-centric, you know, Uh, outlook and model, right? Not only just for on the back end side of compliance, but knowing that obviously, you know, if you're in this for the long term and you are really looking to have the true, you know, industry leading solution for cash to crypto and vice versa, that, you know, having the foundation of all the necessary licenses, 
that having that national banking relationship to where we, you know, we're able to get people up and running. I mean, we've had clients that from initially reaching out to us interested in wanting to own their own Bitcoin ATM network to having their own Bitcoin ATM network online and running transactions in less than seven days. And that's just unheard of. You know, it's what's taken us years and, you know, tons of development and, and, you know, building a, an extremely large staff of over 60 people. Um, you know, we're now able to turn this and kind of give it in a white glove service treatment to these individuals. And it's been really, really great. Mm -hmm. And say, if I would be a grocery store uh, owner and want to set up a Bitcoin ATM, ATM in my, my shop, what are the costs? Do I have upfront costs to pay for the machine or are these only uh, like monthly transaction fees or like, you know, like, um, how is it called? Oh, that I only know the German word, uh, but anyhow, like, is it a, a fee of all transactions? Uh, so, and, and what, what, sorry, and what can I earn? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, if you are a business owner and, uh, you know, your business, uh, does fit within our, our model, um, and all of our data points, so we used to determine, you know, if we want to place a kiosk there, say you said a grocery store owner, um, If, uh, you know, if we feel that it's a, it's a great fit, it costs you absolutely nothing. That's another great part of this is that if you want to host a kiosk, you don't have to pay for anything. Even, uh, you know, the internet connectivity, right? The wireless connectivity, uh, that the kiosks need, obviously, to perform the transactions. We cover that. Literally, the only thing that's needed from a store owner standpoint is one electrical outlet. That's all we need. And, uh, you know, a little less than two foot by two foot space in their store. Every other aspect we take care of from cradle to grave of the entire operation. That store owner and their employees don't have to worry about absolutely anything. You know, one of the biggest headaches that I hear from traditional ATM owners is the fact that, you know, they've constantly, you know, every morning uh, or or every other day or every week. They've got to, you know, uh, you know, read, uh, uh, put more vault cash in and monitor the cash, take it to the bank, what have you from, you know, cash logistics, armored car pickups, customer support. That's another great thing is that, you know, this owner is going to say, Hey, all right, I've got this in my store now. What happens if somebody has a question or somebody has a, an issue or, or, you know, if, if there's a problem with their transaction process, what, what do I have to do? And we tell the owners, you don't have to do anything. Have them contact our live customer support and we take care of everything for them. So we're not, um, you know, our customers aren't bothering that store owner, the manager or their employees. They're able to go about their business, um, you know, the way that they always have. They're just actually, you know, receiving additional, uh, not only foot traffic, new customers, a new style of customer. Um, they're realizing, uh, uh, very quickly, you know, we've gotten so many testimonials from store owners that are saying, not only have I seen an increase in foot traffic in my store from the customers that are utilizing the coin source kiosk, but they're also patronizing in the store as well. You know, they're, they're purchasing, you know, what, what have you, Gatorade, lotto tickets, you know, just, just they're, they're utilizing where they're at. Uh, and it's such a multitude that they're not only, the store owners aren't only seeing income, additional income from that, but we also do compensate them for having the machine in the store. So uh, to your, uh, to your point, 
you know, we've got a, a very, very unique uh, model as far as making sure that, you know, just because without the brick and mortar business, CoinSource wouldn't have a business, right? We rely on, you know, uh, great relationships with our store owners to host our machines. And in return, you know, we've got a great partnership that we have, uh, that, that we've built out to make sure that, um, you know, the sky's the limit as far as what those owners can make, but they have peace of mind knowing that with CoinSource, they've got a guaranteed, uh, you know, minimum uh, to what they get paid, regardless of if there's transactions completed at the ATM or not. So, you know, with traditional ATMs, you don't make any money if you don't run transactions. Well, with our model, that store owner still is making money regardless of if they're running transactions or not. Um, and it's definitely a, a really, really great model. It's a very safe model, too, for them because they know that, hey, if it, there's a busy month or a slow month, um, you know, no matter what, they can rely on CoinSource for making sure that they get paid for, you know, offering that additional service inside of their business, which is great. Mm -hmm. And did you have store owners uh, who then started to use Bitcoin as a means of payment? Like, say, they get paid in Bitcoin now, too, or did you not convert that, them in that way? Um, you know, we've had a handful of, uh, of owners, um, ask us, you know, so, hey, now that I'm able to, you know, in my store, able to sell Bitcoin through, your, you know, the coin source kiosk, um, we've had them ask us, you know, can I accept Bitcoin for mm -hmm. payment for other things in my store? And, um, you know, we, of course, recommend, uh, you know, uh, some, some great solutions that they have for that. And, and yeah, we've, we've seen it really kind of come full circle to where, you know, they're pushing out to their, Uh, you know, we've got some great, great, um, you know, national and, and, and regional uh, brands, you know, just well-known brands that people really love. And there's there's large followings to some of them. And one in particular has a has an awesome social media following. I mean, these these um, for I would say uh, as far as savvy and funny uh, social media goes that a lot of people are aware of, you know, the Wendy's, you know, the fast food restaurant, their social media team is fantastic, right? Well, I would say that next to them, I've been so entertained by following this one national chain um, uh, that uh, is a client of ours that hosts that, that loves having our machines host in their store. They've really had a lot of fun with seeing, you know, the the, the Bitcoin community interacting with them, knowing that they offer these, uh, you know, our kiosks at their locations, and now they're also uh, beginning to accept Bitcoin for payment. So it really is the full circle. It's been a lot of fun to see. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, what is the picture behind you? Who, who's that? Oh. <laughs> um, I've got a couple canvases here in my office. Um, I'm a big movie guy. So this is, um, uh, Patrick Bate. The character's name is Patrick Bateman, but it's Christian Bale, the actor. Um, it's from the movie, uh, American Psycho. Okay, I just see this uh, smartphone. One can't yeah, say it's well, a smartphone. Well, well, I only, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember that there was a film, uh, The Snake, I think it was called, uh -huh. with uh, Kurt Russell, I think. Oh, okay. And it was such a sci-fi thing, thing in the 80s or 80s, yeah. And he also had one, like, like, like a brick, you know, a telephone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And another oh, okay. one, that song got famous too from, uh, I mean, for a lot of movies, but, um, uh, yeah, Wall Street with, uh, you know, Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen, uh, you know, the fame, the infamous Gordon Gecko, you know, holding the same kind of phone <laughs> on the beach. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I just saw it. I'm, I don't know. I, uh, kind of, kind of was a fan of it. So I had to get it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. Thank you, Derek. Um, 
last but not least, please tell us uh, your view, your your outlook to 2021. And you're operating in the US only, I think. Are you also uh, thinking about going globally or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, so 2021 outlook. Uh, right now, we've got, again, over a thousand kiosks here in the US, um, uh, Canada, um, we're definitely, you know, what we have on our radar as far as, uh, uh, 2021 is definitely additional expansion. Um, uh, you know, definitely outside, uh, you know, inclusive of the United States, but as well as, uh, you know, outside of the United States. And, uh, we're really excited here. Uh, you know, I'll have to come back on your, uh, on your podcast, uh, to, to share some, some pretty big announcements that we got coming in the pipeline here very, very soon with additional services since we're able to utilize the fact of, you know, we are our own developer and we have the capability and means to really have a lot of fun with what our capabilities are with that. Um, you know, we're just going to be bringing additional financial services solutions to those unbanked, underbanked that you were mentioning, as well as, you know, a multitude of other uh, different types of customer bases that want to be able to utilize these financial services kiosks. So definitely stay tuned and, and keep an eye out on, uh, you know, at coinsource.net. Uh, but uh, very excited about what 2021 is going to bring as far as our expansion and our uh, additional product line. Yeah, I think this year will be a wild ride in Bitcoin, huh? It's going to, it, I, I feel, I mean, it definitely started off that way, uh, yeah. you know, it's, uh, with, with where it's at right now. So, you know, let's see, uh, you know, do you have any predictions on where, you know, when we're going to be closing out 2021, where, where it's going to be? I, I don't do predictions, but I don't, but I think it will go up a little more and, but then it will go down again, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I came into the space in 2017, right before the last, um, <clears throat> bull market. So most time I, w I was working in the space was in the bear market. <laughs> So actually I'm, I'm used to the quietness of the bear market. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm, I'm curious what, what it's going to be next year. Yeah. Yeah. No, likewise, but good for you on the not predicting thing. I like that. Um, I'm the same <laughs> way. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> okay, great. So Derek, thank you very much. Please tell our viewers, uh, where they can find you and CoinSource. Absolutely. And thank you for having me again on your show, Anita. Um, you can definitely check out, um, you know, coinsource.net for, uh, not only, uh, where, uh, you know, our interactive map is as far as our kiosks are located, but, um, there's a lot of great information on there for, you know, if you're interested in hosting a kiosk, if you're interested in owning your own Bitcoin ATM, um, you know, uh, it's definitely a great repository of data and, uh, and opportunities, you know, uh, as far as, you know, what you're looking for. Um, as far as, uh, uh, me, you'll always find me, uh, you know, uh, definitely, uh, reaching out to any individual that's, uh, that's interested in, in both of those solutions. Um, I'm at, uh, Derek two underscores James on Twitter and, uh, coin sources coin underscore source on Twitter. Definitely feel free to keep an eye out on us there. And, uh, I've got a lot of exciting things to come on, uh, on 2021. Great. Thank you very much. I will put all the links in the show notes to this episode episode and yeah thank you very much and you're invited to come back if you have got some news absolutely would love <laughs> to be back on your show um and uh we will definitely be having some exciting news that will be uh, uh show worthy here very soon okay great thank you bye bye take care
Thanks so much for joining the Anita Posh Show today to learn more about Bitcoin. You can find the show notes for this conversation on anita.link slash show. If you want to get the best stories in Bitcoin from my point of view in your mailbox, go to anita.link slash weekly and subscribe. And if you have a question or just want to send me some feedback, drop me a line at hello at anitaposh.com. See you next week when it's time for the Anita Posh Show. Music, start with yes, delicate beats. Content, idea and production, Anita Posh. <laughs>